Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Mayfair Theater Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Mel. I'm Josh. And it's, uh, we're in the midst of chaos here at the theater right now. Feels like 8 o'clock in the morning still. Mel had a fun day of... <laughs> seminaring. Sem- and you get a... Rock and roll. Pizza bagel and you get a pizza bagel. <laughs> I don't even... Every once in a while, more, more commonly now, so we'll, we'll rent out the space for whether it be a wedding or, or some kind of meeting or whatever. And today, as I walked in, they were wrapping up, and it was way bigger than I thought it was going to be because there's, like, rock and roll guys in there, like, loading up road cases and stuff. And uh, if this was a live show, I would say, swing on by right now for pizza bagels because we have about 3,000 extra pizza yeah, bagels. Uh, it's too bad that we're not live. We're gonna no, we're gonna try to give them to Targ and some of our neighbors, and I'm gonna we're all gonna bring home a bunch. A pizza bagel and a broccoli when they come through yeah. the door. Yeah, yeah, tonight tonight's, tonight's pizza <laughs> bagel broccoli night. Put them in, put them in the fridge and save them for the Oscars. Oh my God. Yeah, you just give them out on Oscar night. It's Who wants some uh, three day old pizza bagels? Just when somebody buys a coffee, just like slip them a little plate of vegetables too, oh, and man. there you go. Here's a your complimentary Nanino, Nanino, Nanaimo bar. Yeah, but it's yeah. It, was, it looks like it was quite the show, and uh, so yeah. So I was, it was funny because, I mean, I guess not everybody likes that music, but they were basically playing the contents of my iPod all day. Yeah. It was it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even partake, you know. And it was a we- it's a weird couple days on our schedule because if anybody noticed, like we didn't have a nine o'clock show last night. Because these folks rented out the joint to set up, mm-hmm. and then no early show today because they're cleaning up now. So they they took over the place for like a day and a half, which is cool for us. But it was just yeah. it's just it's weird. More and more people are noticing. Like someone will be like, people people seem to still not grasp the concept of schedules sometimes, <laughs> and they're like, oh, there, there's there's nothing listed on your your website two weeks from now. Are you guys not open that day? I'm like, well, yeah, we just don't know what's playing that day yet. That's but, a rough one. Or like, you have the premiere scheduled. How come there's no showtime up? And yeah. Because like, we don't know yet. Yeah, like we, we don't know what's going to puzzle piece around that. But yeah, whenever you see an empty space, like if there's a 4 o'clock show and a 9 o'clock show but no 7 o'clock show, that's what it is. It's like a private function. It's set up as a calendar because we used to do... Yeah, monthly, monthly schedule, but it's now weekly, so yeah. you're going to see a calendar with only, like, you know, a week filled at a time. Yeah, and we just kind of keep the grid. Most people see it, and, and, I mean, it's listed everywhere, you know, that we figure out stuff on Monday and goes from there. But, yeah, and someone the other day asked if we were playing, I can't remember the title of it, but it's another one of the, the best foreign film nominees. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of have my go-to smiley face response of, like, we're, we're genuinely not keeping any secrets, if you don't see it on our website, unfortunately, our answer is we don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but if you know about it, we probably know about it. Uh, every once in a while, we, I admit that every once in a while there is sometimes where somebody says, do you know this movie? And we don't know it and we get it. And it's happened a couple times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't be shy. Like, we, we, I try not to be snarky when I say, yes, I already know that movie's a movie. But, um, but if I haven't heard about it, I'll usually make note and send an email to Lee just being like, hey, somebody mentioned this, yeah. what are your thoughts? And he'll let me know. Yeah. You know. And as we established this week, I'm pretty good at faces, so when I see you again, I'll probably yeah. tell yeah. you. <laughs> Mel has a photographic memory. It's so funny because I don't know, I wasn't looking at Twitter that day, but Ian came in. We were all waiting to go watch Hateful Eight. 
and Ian came in and he was teasing you about it. Yeah. And as we were standing there, like six different people came in who knew you, which either means you're like a central point of like importance in the universe. Everybody's around you. Maybe, but yeah. it's just like I remember everybody. That's all. There's a. T- I, did you like Hateful Eight? Here's my first review of Hateful Eight. Shouldn't I'm not even trying to be snarky. Shouldn't it be called Hateful Ten? Yeah. Well, no. Well, no, because <coughs> but there was like ten guys, right? Spoilers. Stagecoach driver doesn't count. He doesn't count. He's not hateful. He's not hateful, and you're not supposed to know about the other one. About the other so one. So there's a surprise. Okay, that makes sense. Because so it's, it's eight, but because I got I I, I shouldn't have, a but surprise I got nine. I got distracted because I was like counting heads at one point, and I'm like. Wait, there's like... Where'd the other guy go? Yeah, where's... Is there one too many guy? Like, yeah. I, I totally got distracted. But, um... It was... Man, it was violent. Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> like, they did not... It's funny, like, in, in the Quentin Tarantino universe, a common handgun that of the day should be, like, put a put a pinhole in you yeah. and go, Ow, I got shot! Decapitate Just you. explodes They're, like, they're like magnums. They're like <laughs> yeah. 44 magnums. But it's, it's um... It's, yeah, I, I am not, I don't think I'm the fan of Quentin Tarantino that you are, mm-hmm. which is fine. So, I'm always this really weird mix of, like, like, I, I was, like, I was in, like, I was in it, like, it, yeah. was, it was very tense, a bunch of great actors. I do admit that it felt a bit long for me, like, like it felt like two hours, 45 minutes. Like, there was, there was yeah. a couple times where I was like, really, you couldn't cut that dialogue down a bit, or you really couldn't <laughs> he cut... He likes his dialogue. He does, yeah. But I, I would definitely recommend it. I, def- I, I liked it. Like, if I'm giving yeah. it, like, a thumbs up, thumbs down, I would give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, my, my other com- complaint or just... It's the same thing as in Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. where... And this is kind of his style, so that's okay, but it's almost like Bollywood, you know, where it's like, when you're watching The Matrix, you expect that kind of action scene. When you're watching um, uh, Amar Scorsese violent movie you're expecting that kind of violence mm-hmm. or you're expecting a uh, certain kind of storytelling but in Quentin's movies he'll go like the first part and then like narration will only happen in the middle part yeah and I was like and I guess that's fine but it's like usually it would dictate that that narration should be a constant right like throughout the whole movie usually a movie has narration it's there for the whole thing no well i think well even in inglorious bastards it had like one a little, yeah, a exactly. little bit of narration by samuel l jackson yeah for like one of the bastards. yeah like one or two parts yeah. so he just likes little bits like that yeah instead of like making it part of the whole yeah movie but it was it's like um it's such a good cast and and i I, like, it was funny. Uh, Can I, like, so, what's her name? Jennifer Jason Lee? Jennifer yeah. Jason Lee. Okay, looks a lot like Mick Jagger. Ah. The poster. <laughs> well, she's all beat up. She's all, like... It's just, like... Or Keith Richards? Keith, yeah. Yeah, like, either or, or their love child, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And but it, I thought it was a dude, and I was like, this name does not associate with this image. And then, then yeah. in, the, in the movie, it becomes obvious. But, yeah, like, yeah. She doesn't look like herself. Anyway. No, no. And, 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 but it's, I think we just talked about this. It's so, I, I've said this before, but when you start doing a podcast, you forget what you've talked about on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Or just on real life amongst friends. <laughs> like, but there's this famous story going around now where Kurt Russell, by mistake, broke a priceless guitar and in And people the are, movie. like, furious over this. Because it's like, it's like... How a, do they know, though? How do they know that it, it wasn't just a prop? How do they know it well, was an antique? I think I think they gave it to them, and 
said, yeah, you can use it. And it wasn't supposed to be broken, as far as I understand this. So they were supposed to so use in it. in the script, no In the script, she But he, played... doesn't, he doesn't allow uh, ad-libs, right? Well, but that's why, I think, that's what I think happened, maybe, because what's funny, though, if you know this and watch the movie, Jennifer Jason Leigh 100% breaks character for two seconds. And he breaks the guitar, and you see her go from this, like, tough, spitting, head-button... <laughs> broad and you see her become Jennifer Jason like, Lee. If you're not looking for it, you don't see it. But if you're looking for it, she breaks character for a second because her brain went, Oh my god, Kurt just broke my guitar. And they left it in the movie, but as far as I understand it, that's the shtick where she was supposed to play the guitar, Kurt Russell wasn't supposed to break it, and then now they've learned a valuable lesson of never lend things to a movie oh, wow. crew because they'll break it. But it's so it's a fun. Things little... have to be destroyed in in the service of art. Yeah, yeah, but now like you could put it in a museum, right? <laughs> like this was the this is the broken priceless guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like somebody was complaining that Sam Jackson is always Sam Jackson, which is a which is kind of fair. But I yeah, he's he's quite I versatile. Mean, yeah, like he's always yelling. He's yelling a lot. You know, he's like, worn a bunch of different hats. Oh yeah, he says motherfucker every time. True, he's worn a bunch of different hats. The same motherfucker. Yeah, because like, like the character in Django is not the character in no, no. Heath Slate is not totally different. Like, is it just us? It's not even Nick Fury. Think that Sam J plays the same person every that... time, and <laughs> I don't know because like it's like because like in, in Django he was evil, yeah. you know, and yeah. in, and in. In, in Avengers, he's not evil. And in Big know, like, Game, he plays the president of the United States, yeah, and he's yeah. kind of a wimp in that movie. And he doesn't swear. He, he didn't, he didn't so swear. So he's, he's more versatile. He's no. known for being... I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty... I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure... Because that's kind of more of a kid's movie, right? It's kind of like a PG yeah. diehard. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. So I don't think he dropped an F-bomb in that one. Um, wow. But I, I find that a lot of times with people who get the, the typecast um, sticker put on their chest is that they say they're typecast, or like someone says you always play the same role, but then you think about it, and you're like, well, no, that's different, that's different, that's different. So it's like, his most famous stuff... I want to see stuff. Sam J play a dad. Yeah, like just in like a romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, like just to be a normal guy. Because even like, like Jeff Goldblum, who has a, sim- uh, a similar patter, but you look at him in... The fly. In the fly is very different than the the like that obsessive kind of is very different than Jurassic Park is very different yeah. than some of his more independent films you know so yeah I, I think Sam Jackson has a nice diverse career well in in uh, in Incredibles he wasn't swearing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but and uh, when he does those uh, what's in your wallet commercials he's not swearing oh, I wish he did <laughs> I think I mean, what's in your what's motherfucking in your... yeah <laughs> but no I I, I like Sam and, and what yeah. I like about him is is he, I have a large cutout of him in my living room from we, Black Snake Moan. Really? That's a weird yeah, cutout. Like, I love that movie. Like standing, holding the chain. Like We also had Christina Ricci for a long time, but my ex-boyfriend took off with her. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's... Yeah, we don't usually get the standees here. No, it's a it's a relic. The la- the, but I remember ages ago, I, I lived in Vancouver, and it was when he the... Sorry, yeah, he was yeah. what, what I like about him, you can't. I talk too much. You should interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, I like him because he's a nerd. Because he went, yeah. he went. Please, Mister Lucas, can I be in Star Wars? I'll just be a stormtrooper or anybody. And he put him in the movie. That's and funny. and I, I appreciate that where somebody likes what they do. Um, 
But so when I was in Vancouver, the multiplex had a big thing for the Star Wars special editions. Mm. And, and as you went, like day by day, week by week, and we had a really good setup, which I don't think we could probably get here, where all the, the, the kids had cards that said, I work at Fifth Avenue Cinema or I work at the multiplex. Mm-hmm. And we were all just cool and let each other into each each other's cinemas. There used to be that in Ottawa. Yeah. yeah. All of the GMs from the Ottawa movie theaters used to meet up and have lunch or something. Yeah. Like I was not a GM at the time. I have no idea. Right. But for the first, like, three years that I was working at Rideau, we had cards, which I still have a couple of, that were passes. So you could take them to the Bytown or you could bring them here. Yeah. And you would get in, you would get in for free. But it was just for staff. You know what I mean? So you'd have to go ask your boss, like, can you give me this card? Yeah. And then... Some idiot included one of those cards in our end-of-night paperwork at Empire, so the card got to head office, and they were like, no, 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 these are illegal free passes. Yeah. It screwed everybody. I think that might have happened in Vancouver, too. And in Vancouver, I think different than here, because I've gone to a number of those, like, free... I go to less now, but just because I find the multiplexes too far away, and Mm -hmm. unless it's something I... I really and want it's to too see. much fun to go to. Yeah, like like, and I don't want to get in line for eight hours before and all that kind of stuff. I just personally don't need my seat to rumble ever. Oh my god, I no! Motion. I explained that to somebody, and they thought I was messing with them. And I'm like, no, no, you can pay extra money to have someone shake your seat for you <laughs> in the movie. Um, but there was a Star Wars special edition standee, and if you went on like Monday, oh, yes. everybody was there, and if you go on like Wednesday. Oh, the Ewok's missing. Oh, and you no. go on like Friday and Han's gone. And, then and so just BB eight by himself? Well no, this was like back in the day, right? Oh. So this was like the old dudes. So I this was just like as people were leaving, they would just like whistle inconspicuously and like grab Luke Skywalker and kinda like walk out with him. And I'm not kidding, by the time the movie finally played, there was nothing but the big S T A R W A R S. That was it. Someone stole them all. They were gone. And you could just see their feet at the bottom, because sometimes they like ripped them out and ran. Oh, God. So it'd just be two little Ewok ankles at the bottom of the standee. But yeah, and but they would have 10 a.m. preview screenings. So we would get up early, go to breakfast, and go see like a 10 a.m. screening, and then they would have their movie starting at like one o'clock. Like the like they did like stuff all day. Whereas here in Ottawa it's usually like a seven o'clock show or whatever mm-hmm. for like the, the press screenings. But I, I'm just, like, I see all the movies here, and, like, a handful of times a year, I'll, I'll go to a free movie at the old multiplex, but, yeah, like, I'm, like, I don't want it in 3D, I don't want my she- my seat to shake. Somebody said they went to see Star Wars, I believe, and they said it just got really annoying halfway through, because every time, and it's, like, programmed, it's kind of interesting that they actually program it to be, like, the Falcon leans left, <laughs> and you lean left. <laughs> That's insane. I'm just going to, like, stand behind someone's seat here and just shake just them. Just shake. You give me an extra five bucks. <laughs> we'll get Josh to come in for you. I'll have a broomstick and just kind of poke you with it. <laughs> just nudge you. Nudge <laughs> you everyone's at all, at all the right moments. Yeah. Or, like, when someone gets shot in Hateful Eight, I'll just get a couple of, like, pans and, like, bang it behind their like head. Squirt, uh... <laughs> Live Foley? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. blood vision <laughs> I just have, like, a, like, like a Windex bottle and spray blood on you. That'd be hilarious. I lo- I've, I've talked about this forever. So this movie is available via Paramount Pictures, like DCP. It's a Vincent Price movie called The Tingler. Yes. Uh, it's the, available. Uh, the William Castle movie. Yeah. And when it came out, they put like <coughs> like seat buzzers on your seat. Okay, but do they send you the seat buzzers with the DCP? That's Probably what, No, we'd have to do it ourselves. 
But it would be no, like, yeah, the theaters had to install those yeah, back and, in the and day. And it wouldn't be every seat, but they would pick like six or eight seats. And this is back in the day when every single screening was packed, mm-hmm. right? So you didn't got to worry. I you worry about if we were showing it for like fifty people, like all the buzzers would be in the okay, wrong seats. Everybody has to you gotta sit, sit there. In these five rows. And then like, you know, when we had Matthew projectionist, he'd be up in the thing with like a buzzer and whenever something scary happened, they'd hit it. Oh my god. And supposedly It's like that movie Matinee. It's exactly like Matinee. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. And supposedly it would wreck people's brains. Like they would just, you know, go running from the theater because <clears> they were so scared of, of the monster. But oh my god. I would love to show that and but then I, I just imagine something going horribly wrong and, like, electrocuting somebody. Well, Marcus, our projectionist, I wouldn't be surprised if he would know how to do that. Oh, he could do it? <laughs> I'm sure. And I, he would enjoy doing it, probably. Oh, I would, I would, I would love to... Um, he likes doing all yeah. the Yeah, oh, that'd things. be so cool. And, and they'd also do one where, uh, like, a skeleton jumps out and basically... Oh, flying yeah. across the room. Yeah, so we would have to put a skeleton up in the little fake balcony where the where the alien is. Yeah, behind a little drape, and then the, and then you put like a zip line, kind of kitty corner. So put the zip line going up to beside Han, and you'd hit it. And but I think someone would have to pull it, and you'd oh basically run and pull him, pull the skeleton across the theater, and people would go ah and freak out and have heart attacks. That'd be a lot of fun. Oh, it'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. It'd be so much work. <laughs> And we can just put it in all the time. Have like... Permaskeleton? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do it, we might as well do it permanently. Yeah. We would have yeah. to screen a lot more skeleton-based. We can, we can just take the alien, the xenomorph, and yeah. just fly that. Fly during, that. During uh, <laughs> any screenings any, of alien. Anything. No, just screenings. When we're screening like... Any horror film? Lady in the Van. Lady in the Van. <laughs> it just comes out. Ah. Starts Friday. <laughs> <laughs> in Skelovision. Why? I we don't know. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> oh, too because, soon. Because Maggie Smith has less bone density. <laughs> the. Uh, but uh, I kid. You kid. I kid, Maggie Smith. You're okay, Maggie Smith. She's awesome. So we have. Speaking of, we we'll get on track. A ton of movies this week because we have a bunch of like. I couldn't even really fit everything on the schedule. It is is because a bunch of them are just like kind of rentals and one offs and special events. Yeah. So it's just making it seem like we're showing a ton of movies this week coming up. Um, but I even, I realized after the fact that I, I put Saturday Night Cinema on the inside, but not on the outside. Yeah. Like there's no Saturday Night Cinema oh, on the front right. of the flyer. But it's That's, at 11.30 on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be, I don't know what, I have an idea of what it is. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say, uh, but I'm not even sure. But it'll, it'll be something it'll be something worth seeing if you're the adventurous film goer. It's past and my it's free. bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's coming back? We have 45 years held over for a second week with Charlotte Rampling, which I've still I don't know. I've just I've been in this mood of I've been busy and plus not wanting to get depressed. And I don't, I don't think, know if it's a depressing Yeah, film. I don't think I it think is. It takes you there and then brings yeah. you back. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it this week. I've been... What Oscar movies have we not screened? We still haven't screened The Revenant. Okay. And uh, there's a couple of um, foreign language ones that we have. But, like, we've, we've had a pretty good run, right? The Big Short like, is this weekend. Big Short starts Saturday. Yeah. And right that's, before the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, it's there's a matinee right before the Oscars on Sunday. And that's... So here's one thing. Uh-huh. So Lee programmed this week for the Oscars. This yeah. is probably something that I should ask Lee. But do you think that he 
picked what he thinks are going to be the winners for this week? Or is this just mm-hmm. distribution I, what we can do? Well, I see... <clears throat> and we haven't screened this one yet. I no, think right? Revenant, <clears throat> Revenant, I think, has a shot at Best Picture, but... I don't. I doubt it's available to us just yet. No. Yeah, that's true. That's another. Because it's doing factor. really well. Yeah. But that'll be good timing if we can get it. If it wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, was it last year? We we had Birdman like right when mm-hmm. it won the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it re- like, there's always favorites, but every year there's one or two completely out of left field like Marissa Tomei winning kind yeah. of award. So mm-hmm. that happens every year. Um, I've been reading about it, and I was kind of naive to this, but you know how people often, myself included, included, complain about how, why don't the best director nominees line up with best picture all the time? Mm-hmm. And the reason is, if I'm getting this right, is that everybody votes for best picture, but only the directors yeah, vote for best director. Yeah, and actors and actresses vote so that's for their why those. Th- I never even thought about that before, but that's why, because I just thought for some reason that everybody kind of voted for 20 things. But it's all split up. So, like, the sound guys vote for sound stuff, and the editors vote for editing. And that's why everybody votes for Best Picture, and that's why sometimes a director might be in the director category and their film not in there. So that's kind of interesting. So that's why all these weird things happen, because... And there might be, like, favoritism, where somebody, like... What? Yeah. No. (laughs) Like, just as, like... and and, and the Oscars? It's like high school, right? Like, Like, yep. Like this year, except I, people are getting laid. What? <laughs> the uh, is is Stallone the favorite to win? Well, he won the Golden Globe, and and a lot of times he, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him win, and and but I'm guilty of that too. I might vote for him just because he would get like the old timer award, right? Or if you're really young, that's why it's surprising Jennifer Lawrence has already won. Because a lot of times when you're young, they're like, you're going to be nominated again when you're, like, 40. But that's what they've been saying for Leo for, like, 55 yeah. years now. Yeah, Leo... I, I almost want him to not get it again, just to I be just like, keep it going. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't seen Revenant yet, so I can't really genuinely I, I liked it, it, but I kind of prefer um, uh, Michael Fassbender's performance yeah. as Steve Jobs. I thought he was really great in that. And people seem to forget that Hollywood loves Hollywood. So I think that Trumbo is still kind of an outside favorite, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because Hollywood loves... It's so horrible. But, like, if you're a woman and you want to win an Oscar, play a prostitute. If you're a man... Play, play a woman. Play, yeah, play a dying somebody. Like, like some... Michael Keaton has a good story of, of some, like, 90-year-old lady came up to him at an Oscar party and said, I thought you did so great. I would vote for you. You're great. But uh, you're not going to win. And he said, why not? And he goes... Oh, well, that, that boy playing Stephen Hawking. Because if you look back, like, whether it be, like, Stephen Hawking, uh, My Left Foot, um, Rain Man, it's often kind of, you know, people going through a great... Forrest Gump. A great uh, um, hardship in their life will win. Or for, for women, which is kind of horrible, it's like... Um, Anything degrading. Yeah, like, even, even Marissa, Marissa Tomei kind of played... Pretty actresses dirtying themselves up. Yeah, like, like either, yeah, either, like something like Monster, where it's a pretty actress monstering herself up, <laughs> or it's like Julie Roberts with like a pretty woman kind of thing, or um, um, uh, Mighty Aphrodite. It's, it's, you can see, or it's like... That's a good movie. It's a good, they're all good and movies. She's really good in that. But like, like Tommy Lee Jones, when he won for The Fugitive, 
I think there was other people who were, did stronger because Tommy Lee Jones kind of just played Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, the supporting the supporting actor categories are a little more interesting because they tend to just go for good solid acting rather than all this kind of showy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like subtlety gets overlooked. But like every year, there's like it, it must be so difficult to kind of place bets on because it's not like oh that's the stronger hockey team, so they're favored to win. Well, I don't know. We have some pretty good choosers. Yeah, You know, man. like, last year, somebody got a e- lot of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the Oscars are pretty predictable. And especially yeah. when there's awards where it's like, like, I totally admit, I don't know anything about, like, the best live-action feature films. I'm still surprised, and no ill will, because I, I have been a short film filmmaker myself, but... Never any I'm idea surprised what the shorts are unless they're in front of something that we... Yeah, I think like. the Bytown shows. The Bytown, yeah, but... In a, in oh, a, yeah, yeah, the program. Right. Yeah. But not many people Or they might even them. be available online. One of them is on... <coughs> I've seen on... on, on uh, I'd on like the to computer. see them. But I'm kind of surprised that they're still there. Because yeah. there's been other awards, like, like technical awards, where you'll see it like... They'll do it like the week before. And they'll get, they'll get either somebody really funny or really pretty or both... And it'll be like Scarlett Johansson hosting, and she'll be giving out the award for like person who made the coolest camera. Oh, what what do they call those awards? The, the tech. What are they? Teen Choice Awards. The Teen Choice Awards. Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, they, they they drop goo on, on yeah. some old cameraman. <laughs> um, but I'm always surprised they don't do that for the, the short Nickelodeon films. Awards. Yeah, <laughs> say like we're gonna do that the week before because they're always so tight on time. It's like- Shorts are so odd. People like poo-poo them because it's like, yeah. well, this is a very long commercial or like, yeah. this is a movie that's way too short. But like, they're usually so oh. good. And and they often, like, they really do, especially once you win an Oscar, I'm sure, they serve as a real calling card mm. to say like, especially with animation, you'll see Pixar does it really well where they, they, they use it as their kind of university almost where they'll, yeah. they'll have somebody who's been a really strong animator for five, ten years offer them a short film to write or direct that gets nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. and then a few years later they're nom- they're directing one of their feature films and then they win for Lego movie or something yeah so yeah they'll, they'll, so they'll keep kind of going like that and short films are often sometimes now though like short films have like real big name people in it mm-hmm. because it might be directed by an actor or an actress or like a cinematographer who has a lot of contacts and I'm surprised though that they don't tag them in front of movies more because sometimes yeah like say like Miramax put it in front of one of your movies because the only shorts we get to see are like Pixar mm-hmm. like year in year out but, but they make an effort to put them in front yeah. of the movies which I love when they send them out yeah and, and they're, they're, they're they always I always forget every time a, one of those comes around I want to remind everybody of like add an extra seven minutes to the schedule because sometimes we get screwed because we'll show like three trailers and then there's like a seven or ten minute short and then all of a sudden you're like, why are we short on time? It said yeah. it was only 90 minutes. And you're like, oh, because it's actually 100 minutes. Did I tell you I started like adding like pretty much a full 15 minutes when I do my like calculations for the showtime system? Oh, yeah. When I like give Lee right. feedback or whatever. Just because like between trailers... Oh, yeah. And, like, things like that. But we don't do a lot of trailers. Like, like you no. go to the multiplex, they do, you know, a Yeah, bunch we do no ads. more well, than, we literally like... play six minutes, but that's yeah. fine. I yeah. still yeah. like that extra ten minutes just to be safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Then we can, like, clean. We have the NAC ads on right now. Yeah. But then we can throw on an extra trailer if we We should just to. make our own ads for random yeah. things. Can yeah. we? <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, we still, need, we still a... should get a, um, 
uh, like a throw out your trash, turn off your cell phone thing. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's yeah. on the list. I want to do that. I want to put up a, uh, I just, I want to find some funny image of like my, my dream. And I feel bad because he might be a nice guy, but I want to find a picture of Michael Bay on a cell phone and then put like the Ghostbuster thing through him and None put, that. And put no Michael Bay, no cell phones. <laughs> Can we find a photo of Michael Bay on his cell phone throwing trash on the ground? Oh, oh man, we, probably. Google that. Let's Google that. <laughs> yeah, Google Michael. Well, I'm sure, like, or him like somebody throwing here coffee, could Photoshop that. Throwing coffee in like a in like a production assistant's face or something. Yeah, just like all of. The, can we make Michael Bay do all of the things that we hate and then yeah. make a thing that says don't do any of this? And then we're gonna get sued by Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, there's a photo here with it. Oh my God, he's got his shirt. Yeah, that's Michael Bay. Oh my god. Wow. He's got his shirt off. He's got his shirt off. He's wearing like a really douchey looking That's chain awful. and he's photoed with Mike Tyson. Yeah, we That's must bad. be able to find that. That's a bad photo. We're pretty man, like so Yeah, we should take we should Photoshop this shirtless Michael Bay photo and He can we make the chain the Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I one of those even even something funny, even like Andrew's scrolling through and there's a picture of like Michael Bay or no, sorry, <laughs> Michael, this, Michael Douglas. This photo of an old man on one of those like <laughs> giant 1980s yeah. giant cell phones. It's as big as like a briefcase. Nice. Yeah, we're pretty good. Every once in a while I'll walk over and tell somebody to turn off their phone. But it's better better than the multiplexes, I'm sure. Oh, like, it is for sure. The number one reason why I refuse to go to the multiplex these days is because everybody's oh, really rude with their cell phone. Yeah. Oh, but here's a photo of Michael Bay taking a selfie with a Transformers fan. No, oh, that's, that's... We can close. use that. That's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it... Um... Yeah, no, people are pretty good, but uh, depending on the movie, once in a while we'll play a movie that's like attracts uh, not our usual crowd. Yeah. And it's like everybody has their cell phone out and thinks it's okay. I think it's crazy too. Like it's it was um, maybe it was hateful eight or something that had like kind of cool end credits, you know, or like, and it's like as soon as the movie's over. Oh my god! Light pollution. Bam! The Get cell phone comes here. out, and I'm like, do you, you re- like that quickly? Like you can't like chat about the movie, enjoy, watch the credits, you know, leave Yo, before you turn on your phone. They're each other checking their text messages. Or t- I always think it's kind of so sad of like that you have to, like right away, uh, what happened in the last 90 minutes? I need to know. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, if you're, you know, if your wife's about to give birth or if you're about to hear about some important thing, maybe just don't come to the movie that night, you know? Which, like, which you won't know because you're too busy checking yeah, Twitter. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, every once in a while I'll catch, this is a while back, I caught, a, like, just super on his phone. And it was, a, it was like, it was a crowded night. It was for, like, Jaws or Blues Brothers or something. Mm-hmm. Really good. And just, he caught his phone over and over and over. And I went over and I was like, I said something like, checking your phone during the movie is unacceptable. Checking your phone during Jaws is not allowed. It's uh, a crime. Please turn off your phone. And a stranger, who I don't think knew that I was, like, involved here, leaned over and was like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, thanked me for going to yell at the guy. Thank you but... for having the courage. Once in a while when I go into the theater, yeah. like, not often, but mm-hmm. once in a while you'll find somebody on their phone. And I yeah. literally, I just, if you need to te- check your text messages, go to the lobby. Yeah. Like, leave. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I don't understand, like, you can't just... 
And so I, I wish there was a way to make it so that, like, a lot of people have shitty cell phone reception here. Yeah. I wish there was a way to make it no cell phone reception. Talk to Marcus. We can, we can do it. probably can figure something it. out. What's even worse, though, is I was at, I was at the NAC a few months ago to see Craig Ferguson. And went to pick up the tickets, and just luck of the draw. And I always recommend going to the NAC in person, because the nice ticket booth person yeah. will help you. And you don't got to pay, like, the $10 ticket master charge then. Yeah. So if you have a spare moment, go there in person. Um, and the, the lady said to me, oh, for an extra, like, $5, you can get a balcony. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah, let's do that. So Gwen and I are up in the balcony, like, front row uh, to, like, the left of, of Craig Ferguson. So we can see right down. And I can see two or three people on their cell phones. Oh. And you're at a live comedy show. And he's right there. He could probably see you, you Did know? Did he say anything? That's awful. Craig, Craig didn't notice, but I, I almost felt like... Like, pointing it out, like, calling over an usher, maybe, and being like, uh, uh, sir, there's somebody down there on there. Like, I, the gall, you know? Like, it, it's... I know often they'll, like, get you kicked... You get kicked out for that. Like, if you're at a legit show like well, that... that's the thing. Like, but people just don't... I don't think they... Like, I'm sure some of these people aren't, like, monsters. They're probably not, like, kicking puppies and pushing over old ladies, but there's something in their brain that doesn't compute that that's not cool you know that is, like that's disrespectful to others i worked at cirque du soleil for six weeks while they were in town doing you lighting. were really good in that show i was i, I trained really hard You're very limber and i did the trampoline and the high wire act and uh it's weird i had no training i just took to it <laughs> right away and uh so so my point of view is i was i always had a, a follow spot and i was up in the air so i could see everybody i was you just Spot everybody who has a cell phone, like well, here and I, I heard through the grapevine. <laughs> we so we we'd go down on the intermission and get like an actual kind of 10 15 minutes off. So I got to hear through the grapevine that a woman was there with her baby, and like not like a three or four year old, but like a baby baby. Ooh. And you're watching a live performance in which crazy French people are risking their yeah. lives to entertain you. And the baby started being a baby. And, like, and I heard oh, it from no. 60 feet in the air, which means that the performers could hear it, which means that the people who all paid 150 bucks to be there could hear it. So she got kicked out, and she started throwing a fit about, like, my baby and this and that. And she got, like, super kicked out. Like, security had to come and, like, drag her off, essentially. But I just don't understand. Like, my friends who have kids are conscious of, like, no, like, we'll bring the four or five-year-old to, like, you know, to see Good Dinosaur on a weekend afternoon. Yeah. But we're not going to bring him to, like, the 10 o'clock show of, or the 9 o'clock show of, of Hateful Eight, you know? Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's strange. People just don't, and, it, and this is like, it's always, it's the, the, the bad apple quote, right? It's like, the bad apple makes everybody look bad. Like, yeah. Like, well, look. I mean, there's a fine line, you know? Once in a while, parents will bring their babies in here for, like, a grown-up show, and they're like, is this okay? And it's like, yeah, yeah we'll just stick you in the office, though, if they start crying. Yeah. Don't stay in the theater. Yeah. Like, We'll give you a spot for... To Don't do be a thing. jerk. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was years ago, seeing the first Spider-Man film, and was up in the multiplex, not the balcony, whatever you call it, but up up the ramp, mm. and you, you heard a noise during like a silent part of the movie, and your brain is like, oh, is that just like a background thing, like a baby in the in walking down New York Street or something like that? And then I saw somebody stand up, and they were walking up and down the aisle, like left and right in the little multiplex area joint between the higher and lower decks with a baby kind of like bouncing the baby trying to calm it down and I just like I was flabbergasted I was like so you brought a baby the baby's screaming and now you're 
not interrupting your enjoyment of the film. But, like, everybody else's. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. It, it blew my mind. And then, like, a 12-year-old usher went over and was like, Sir, you can't <laughs> be in here with the baby. And the guy, like, flipped out and left. But it was like... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like... Well, once Christy and I were here, I was watching a movie, Christy was the manager, and it was like a horror movie or something. It was winter time. Oh, my God. Not a packed house, and I heard a distinct wah of a baby. And Christy was below me kind of watching the film at the Muppet Wall there. Mm-hmm. She looked over, made eye contact with me. We both kind of shrugged our shoulders. And we, we discovered that somebody smuggled in a baby. So, like, a, a mum, like, the dad brought, bought the ticket, and the mum in her, like, parka kind of scuttled oh by quickly, and they smuggled in a baby. <laughs> oh, my God. That kid is traumatized for life. Yeah. He's crying forever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And now we, can, now we complain about them on podcast oh land. Oh, my God. Um, we're complaining and horribly off topic. I realize we should <laughs> actually talk about movies for screening. Um, so we mentioned 45 years. Uh, we mentioned... The Big Short. The Big Short, which all-star cast. Uh, interestingly, directed by Adam McKay, who's known more for, like, Anchorman. Yeah, and Step Brothers. And now he's an Oscar-nominated director. Yeah. Um, we also have... Youth. Youth, which I'm really excited to see. Yeah, me too. Because I love Michael Caine. He's... Probably my favorite actor. And Harvey Cattell and Jane Fonda. And this is... Every year there's some movies that people say got snubbed. And every year there's like 20 yeah, movies that people think they got snubbed. Yeah, didn't get any nominations. And this was kind of in that category where I think some people thought it might get, you know, Michael Caine or Harvey Keitel or Jane Fonda nominations. And uh, all it got was... So it is technically an Oscar-nominated movie, but the most technical, the most, the most non movie award that could go to a movie is best original song because often it's a song that is tagged over the end credits or something like that it's not like you know chicago or or Isn't that odd? it's weird like the yeah first song of the credits is like it's weird because like when you think like like you know if if you know the music from aladdin or the music from les mis or the music from chicago but when it's a a, a song tagged on to the end credits because it's like another Warner Brothers artist or whatever. When it's a James Bond song, even, it's written specifically yeah. for that. But that's, of all the awards, that's the one award that night that's like, eh, it's a little bit iffy sometimes. Well, I, I, I almost think they should just do away with that award because how many how many movies have an original song? Yeah, it's very rare. Like, how many of them are any good? The know, Fifty Shades of Grey Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey is an Oscar-nominated is, yeah. film thanks to a song this By the weekend. That's awful. But then sometimes, though, to be fair, sometimes you have, like, you know, Eminem, that song was very much for 8 Mile, Mile. or Philadelphia for Bruce Springsteen. Shaft, yeah, Shaft, totally. The the South Park song, (laughs) the Muppet song. Like, like Alexandre Desplat, I think, is his name. He fucking writes music for every goddamn movie these days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he count? Like, he should win all of them, as far as I'm concerned. It's weird. It's a weird... Ca- and then you have stuff like, like... because he's composing stuff. I mean, I guess there's no lyrics. And what I think is weird is best adapted screenplay can be a thing. So, like, you, you base it off a comic or another movie or a book. But it can only be an original song. So, say even if it's a really great new recording of a song, like for Chicago... Yeah. That doesn't count. So, you'll often see on those, like, Broadway-type shows that get turned into movies... They'll write one or two brand new songs just in hopes of getting a new yeah. nomination out. But it's a weird category. It's always been a weird category. 
But so that's another, I kind of forgot that, but that's another Oscar-nominated film that we have this week. Um, and I love Michael Caine, and uh, so I'm, yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, what else is there? What am I forgetting? I don't have the, the paper in front of me. Um, I, I know one of the rentals we have is... Um, I Happy believe, Feet. Happy Feet. Oh, yeah. For the girl guys. And is the um, girl guys. Pathfinders. Pathfinders. Oh, my God. We're sorry. That's like saying Burger King instead of McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> the Pathfinders. Um, interesting that they chose to do a weeknight screening, because mm-hmm. usually these things are kind of like, you know, noon on a Saturday or something. Um, I have never seen Happy Feet, so I think I'm going to crash this party. From the director of Mad Max. I, lo- I want to yeah. put that on the, like on our tweet on our tweets, like, from the director of Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> It might be might do good for business because maybe all these Mad Max nerds will come to see Happy Feet. He he's such an interesting filmmaker because he's known for Mad Max for all the Mad Max films, but then he's also done, produced and directed a produced one and directed one Babe film, mm. directed both the Happy Feet films, and so he's he's got like these kid movie this kid movie two kid movie franchises and this kind of dark post-apocalyptic franchise. I wonder what it is about the kid movies that attracted him. I think it was just... I think it was something like he had he kids. He likes penguins. He likes penguins. He's into penguins. Uh, but Happy Feet's an Oscar-winning film. Mm-hmm. It, it won best... Uh, uh, so that's, that's another Oscar film we have this yeah. week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're they're raising funds for a trip that they're taking. And they'll have cookies on sale, I saw on the, the little they're press release they did. They're selling all kinds of snacks in the lobby, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's another one? We have a Bollywood film this weekend, which is not actually what is listed, Marcus informed me. Oh, it's a trick. Oh. I have no idea what it's actually called or anything like that, but they provided us with the wrong information. Are you sure it's so, not the wrong movie? It's the right movie. We have the right movie, but the wrong They title. gave us the right movie. Yeah, because he was. it didn't work, and so they, they had to bring us oh, a okay. new copy and all of that stuff. So, uh, Well, I'm sure for the... the the community who comes to see that it's Bollywood, any it's it's a Bollywood film they haven't seen before. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, and then on Friday night, a one night only horror film. It's a horror film, right? Oh yeah, uh, Black Mountainside. Black Mountainside, kind of like the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, is it in the an- Antarctic? Yeah, Fantasia yeah. Film Fest really loved it, and it's garnered comparison to the thing, which is one of my you favorite should, movies. You should. Tweet our Showtime listening to Andrew King because he yeah. we he when we went on that brew tour he would just not stop talking about it. Yeah. He was like, "This is the 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 thing day. You guys should play the thing." Like, yeah. it was so cool. That's anyway. Well, as as often with these these things, <laughs> the 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 indie filmmaker is so much better because they care about getting the word out on their own film. But one of the 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 filmmakers somehow stumbled on me. Uh, praising and ranting Panago Pizza and he did the same and then I said so before you come to see the movie everybody go get a slice of pizza eat it and then come over and watch the movie Um, so so that's Friday are we serving their pizza at the Oscars? so yeah so here's what's going to happen at the Oscars and by the time most people listen to this it'll either be Oscar day or whatever Um, the amazing people at Panago who are have wanted to do some kind of cool crossover with us yeah throughout the night, are going to give us 40 pizzas, which equates to about 320 slices of pizza, which means, uh, Oprah style, we're just giving out a bunch of pizza. So <laughs> I thought you were going to do a fat joke. No, no, Oprah no. style. Oprah style, no. So, like, we're going to get to be like, 
you get some pizza, you get some pizza, everybody get some pizza. Yeah, we're going to put them under the seats. Yeah, so uh, we're going to take a slice of pizza with the cheese and slap it underneath your seat. Yeah. Um, but so what they're going to do is so, don't know how the numbers are going to dole out exactly yet, but basically at 7 o'clock, they'll come over with like three or four pizzas and a bunch of people will get a slice, and then 15 or 20 minutes later, they'll come over with a bunch more pizza, and everyone has a slice. And I think just to kind of be cool and make sure nobody's being greedy, we'll just, like, put a little happy face stamp on your hand or something to say that you got some. Mm-hmm. Because we might just have enough so kind of everybody gets a, a free slice if we're packed as per usual. And I guess there'll be some mathematics of, you know, some people won't like pizza or whatever. Um, well, but, we'll have hot dogs. And yeah, and we'll have, and hot dogs. we'll have our hot dog machine set up, which is cool. And then uh, if we do run through our free pizza, we, we, we will then order some more to sell at a reasonable price. But yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be cool. So, so if you haven't had Pinago pizza, uh, it's great. They're going to give us some, some, you know, meat and cheese stuff, some veggie stuff. They'll give yep. us, uh, they have vegan, so we'll have a little selection of all the different kinds for people. And we'll have beer and wine and champagne. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And, and, um, we'll and have, uh, Lee and I will be co-hosting the uh, oh the commercial breaks, at least. Wh- which one of you is in a dress? Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, good question. Yeah, which one of us is going to dress like Marilyn? Yeah. But, and yeah, we'll have a bunch of, of uh, prizes and free stuff to give away and um, stuff, stuff from, the, uh, from the, May- the Mayfair archives. Yeah. Which means... There's some cool prizes, uh, posters and passes, and I brought in some stuff. Yeah. Garage sale, garage sale caliber stuff yeah. that uh, we're going to give away for free. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and, and one last time in case people are listening to this uh, before uh, Sunday, February 28th. Uh, the deal is it's for members only. But you can buy a membership card for $10. Anytime we're open. Yeah. And, and even if you don't think you'll come <coughs> back, which is a shame because uh, you should come back here a lot. But it basically means a non-member ticket to get into an event is $10. So you're just paying the same amount. And that's, what we're, that's mm. kind of our little loophole that we get away with for not selling tickets to an event is having it members only. And then if you come back to two more movies in the next calendar year... Uh, or in the next before next February, you'll you'll end up saving a couple bucks. You'll yeah. be getting in for six instead of ten. And uh, it gets you into Saturday Night Cinema, so you can come to Saturday Night Cinema this Saturday, free oh, yeah. uh, late night uh, fun movie, and then come to the Oscars the next day, and that's two free events. And then and then even when we do stuff like Rocky Horror, it's kind of a price difference of ten to fifteen, ten for for members and fifteen for non. So in that event, if you're coming to an event like Rocky Horror. Or on occasion when we do stuff like have Tommy Wiseau here for the room or something mm-hmm. like that. That's another thing. Where, and even uh, lately, um, some of our, our renters for charity events have been doing that. Of saying like 10 or $12 for members or 15 or 20 for non. So you know those events that we don't even put on, you end up saving a few bucks if you come to see mm-hmm. something like that too. So, but it'll be great. It'll be chaos. It'll be fun. Uh, somebody will win a bunch of prizes for guessing the most um, correct winners from the nomination list. Uh, and every year there's somebody who gets like everything or almost everything right, which is staggering. Yeah. Um, and we, you just kind of go through throughout the night and, uh, and we have, and yeah, it's just the TV show up on the big screen, but during commercial breaks, we'll mute it. And Andrew and Lee will kind of run the show and yeah. remind people of what movies we have coming up and that kind of thing. Yep. Cool. 
So Mel disappeared. I don't know where Mel went. Yeah, she uh, got tired of us. <laughs> Mel has left the building. Mel just went to, I think, help our renters finish uh, getting stuff out Unloading, of here. Unloading, because we've got movies to show in like 45 minutes. Yeah. So we're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll say goodbye on Mel's behalf. Yeah, uh, go to House of Tark and eat some pierogies and uh, go to uh, audibletrial.com slash Mayfair Theatre Podcast and uh, get a free audiobook. And I think the one this week would be the... Um, the big short yeah that's the, based on a book uh, yeah so the big you, short uh, the true story so you can find that one on online there alright and uh, we'll see you at the Oscars everyone come to the Oscars Lots come of to fun. the Oscars fun weekend fun time bye everybody oh, oh wait there's Mel <laughs> say bye Mel bye, bye. <laughs>